You caught me drinking. You can't drink on TV. Sure. It's not TV. It's not real TV. Oh, right. It's not reality TV? Real, reality TV. Wow. Oh. This is like a double dose of the Chris and Carrie show. We just oh. finished doing an APP. Here come the jokes about getting the dose from Chris and Carrie. <laughs> you want to say you want to say hi to everybody? Well, hello, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mere, Alberta, and I am joined by my more vertically challenged best friend, Carrie Lambert. There you go. And I'm not in uh, Mere, Alberta. I am in my basement. It's not his in, mom's uh, basement. In, in Calgary. There you go. So we just finished doing uh, an Alberta Prosperity Project webinar in which Chris was the guest, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, I know. And uh, he was talking about his trip to the Netherlands. Did you go to the Netherlands? I did. And yes, I did. so it we're not going to do we're not going to do the exact same fantastic conversation <laughs> that we just did because that uh, that would totally take away from this part. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about stuff that we couldn't talk about with the APP stuff, just because that's the way things go. Right. And I'll, I'll just say that if you want to know about my trip to the Netherlands, um, well, some of it anyway, I, we did a live a little bit ago yep. and you can find it on the Facebook page. Check that out. Yep. And I guess if you have any other pertinent quest questions, you can pop them up in the comments and I'll do my best to answer them during this one. That's a very, very good thing. So yeah, we just did it through uh, the Alberta Prosperity Project, but it's also on the, uh, um, the, was stop Facebook page is also on the uh, Alberta Prosperity Project Facebook page, and it's also on the Alberta Prosperity Project YouTube page. It's on a whole bunch of pages. What's that? There's a lot of pages. Lots of pages. Yep. Lots of pages. Lots of pages. So, uh, anyways, yeah, we had talked. Uh, you know, again, we tried tried to fit everything that we could within an hour, and of course, you know how Chris is. So it was. I know. Harry's so long winded. <laughs> So it was an hour and a half. So uh, we figured, you know, we'll we'll try and do an extra half hour here. It was an hour and a half. It was an hour and a half. Yes. Wow. No wonder I'm tired. Well, I said it was an hour and eighteen minutes, and it was an hour and eighteen minutes in. So that's it didn't feel like that long. That's the way math works. So, um, but yeah, we just wanted to kind of touch on a, a few things that uh, that we couldn't. So, in a nutshell, Chris went over to the Netherlands. Um, talked with some dairy farmers, some vegetable farmers. I uh, talked to some people in the Netherlands, Friesland. We didn't even, we didn't even say Friesland once in that. I did. I did, did say you? it once. Okay. Yep. I did. And then of course he went to, uh, to uh, Paris and then he went to London and in and around London, checked out some of the sites and came back uh, a much better person. Well, I don't know if I came back a better person, but I certainly came home with uh, worn out shoes and some more information. Yes. And that's exactly what uh, we were we were talking about in terms of um, the shit that's going on over there is definitely yes, there is some shit. That's for sure. Yes. So we need to uh, we need to address a lot of this and a lot of it. You know, when you when you start talking about something, it it just blends into something else because it's not just you can't just have one one little bit because if it was one little bit, then uh, you know people would stand up, rise against it, and then it gets crushed, and then that would be it. 
But yep. when things are all interlaced and meshed together, that's that's how this whole thing is. And it's like, where do, where does one stop and or where does one start? Where does it stop? Uh, and the other part begins. So um, in the end, I think Chris came back and uh, it was really opened his eyes to what this whole we'll call it the climate emergency thing is all about and how everything. So I almost think of it as the, uh, the, the what happened with COVID in terms of lockdowns, et cetera, was like a little testing ground as to what, what could possibly come up next. And I think what's going to come up next is going to be uh, climate lockdowns, anything related to um, energy, uh, um, you know, electric cars, etc. Anything related to digital ID, anything related to digital currency, but it all seems to start, I guess, on um, on this climate emergency. So, if if there's one thing that we can shut down quick, I think it should be the the whole that this again, Chris and I will say we're not deniers, but we are questioning this whole climate thing like i'll sure. go even further than that oh which you- i'm not just questioning whether or not there is a climate emergency yeah. i will say 100 for the record there is not a climate emergency there you go what we are living in is an apathy emergency yeah. and an ignorance emergency period virtuous emergency yes everyone wants wants to be virtuous everybody wants to to do their part and be, you know, be virtuous about the whole thing. So, yeah. um, can I share screens? I haven't even tried that yep. yet. Um, how do I do that? Present and then go share screen. But does it share this screen? Share screen. I think you have to share it and then I add it to share the screen. Is easiest with two monitors. Yes, I know. Share screen. Oh, yeah, screen two. Look at that. I can share. I can do something like this, maybe. Da, da, da. Look at that. There it is. This cat drools all over the place. When, is that when Norman? How's Norman doing? Norman's doing really good. He's got some weird redness around his belly there and a weird lump, but he's got a checkup tomorrow. So, oh, good job. He has a Norman. checkup tomorrow. Hmm. Oh, yes, that's right. Well, that's okay. We're, we could we can even briefly talk about that. So, the reason he said, oh, he's got this. Oh, okay, let's just jump up to there. No, so no, I wanted to show some of this. Uh, make the font a little bit bigger. BC University holds climate change anxiety seminars for students. Because oh my they are goodness! So, so stressed about this whole climate change that they need help at the university level. And uh, so I, I, as as most people know, I have two daughters that uh, go have, are currently in university, uh, and I'm extremely proud of them and uh but what i have noticed is a lot of stuff dealing with the university and how indoctrinated it is in terms of uh climate change they actually have a climate change professor at one of the universities and uh and they're talking about you know how to uh uh limit our carbon footprint etc etc and this is a professor who's obviously smarter than me but yeah, so, people get paid for this shit. Yes, but it's smarter to, smarter than me to knowing that, geez, I should have done that uh, scam job back then. Did I say that? Um, anyway, so and you meant it. Talk, it. <laughs> it talks about uh, 
you know, this month, uh, Simon Fraser Universities is holding climate change and grief seminars for students with clinical psychologists. Uh, two sessions are being held and uh, seminars are part of a research study and if participants opt in to participate, they will have a chance of winning a $100 gift card. Where else have you seen getting a chance to win something? Oh, yeah, right. The right? jab lottery. Yes, which we still don't really know who won. Um, and then, of course, lots of lots of these. This guy's picture. I don't know who that is, but kind of looks like Castro. Um, so that's yeah that was uh that was part one i guess of one of one of the things we didn't really get into on the app webinar i'm going to close that one and then i want to talk about this as well at vancouver is close to achieving a 15 minute city status so when uh How this virtuous. is something we didn't talk about now and i of course one of the reasons why i wanted to bring it up is Chris was over in uh, Jolly Old England, and uh, one of the rumors at the time that he was there, which was only a couple of weeks ago, was that Oxford was looking at implementing a 15-minute city. And basically, no, that- it was it was different than that. What I said was turned out to be false news. Yes, yeah, so and that's what that I wanted to. They were out. in the midst or implementing climate lockdowns, but it wasn't uh, the climate lockdown. It was. Yes. More like what you're describing here. That's which right. Which is so, still a it's still bullshit. Yeah. So if if you've read the um oh my my brain just farted. Um <laughs> what's the uh you know what I'm saying? You know where I'm going there? Come on, the movie. What? Uh I don't know what you're doing. Someone someone's gonna say that anyways. What um, movie? What? The the uh Boy, I hate when my brain totally farts. Maybe I need another beer. Is it Demolition Man? No, but that's a classic movie. And it's the Taco Bell uh, <laughs> Taco Bell restaurant. No, Survive the, the franchise uh, wars. Yeah, the, yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about out there. The uh, No, not the Great Reset, but that, that sounds like a great great movie. A great movie title. We should make one just called that. And we then look that. it. Because that's even better. Um know the one with uh jessica what's her face in it come on oh people. boy i know jessica I what's her face yes then you know I, that movie yeah you know there's, there's lots you no know, it's like this this is like it this we're now we're, whoever gets this wins a uh uh a whistle top hat cap donated right. by chris and the whistle stop oh yeah. first, first person to say and dinner with terry and free wine Oh, come on, people. Hunger Games. Thank you, Judy. Jody Walters, send me a, a DM or whatever, and you're going to get uh, you're gonna get a cap. Damn right, so that's what we're going to do. If if we can't figure out things... Nope, sorry, she got it wrong. Well, no, it's the Hunger Games. That's exactly nope, what Nope, it's not Hunger Games. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. It's Did I say Jessica? Hunger Games. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's because no question mark. Question. Sorry, because Jody. Because no question mark? Yeah, okay. sorry. Okay, do you want to be more politically correct? I think and you're 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 talking about Jessica game? Lawrence. They uh, uh, her friends called her Jennifer. Okay, I. <laughs> well, this show certainly has gone down very quickly. Anyways, anyway, the uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, whole, that was a good movie. The whole 15 minute city is about these uh, these areas where you can only move 
and live and work and do whatever you can within that 15 minute range. But it's not even a 15 minute drive. It's a 15 minute walk. Mm -hmm. So if you can imagine in the city of Calgary here, it takes me 15 minutes. I'm in a lake community. So it takes me, uh, let's say 10 minutes to walk to my lake, seven minutes on a good stride. And I can't even get to my closest liquor store, which is very, very shy. Um, (laughs) in order to get there within 15 minutes. So I think I'm actually, this urban sprawl has not been planned very well. But the idea would be this 15 minute city is where you're gonna be set, structured to. And then you can only go outside of that a certain amount of time. And every time you do, you end up getting a carbon credit or whatever they they come up with this number four. To, to let you out. And maybe you can only go out, say, 100 times a year. Maybe maybe if you're not a good doobie, you can only go out 50 times a year. Ah, and if you eat too much meat... That's possible, too. Yep. Speaking of which, I've got a, a new keg. and Actually, it's not a new keg, but it's a keg and a, a new cactus club that's growing up there, too. So I wouldn't even be able to get there and have any steak. So there you go. Aww, I know. Cool. That's what happens. So I wanted uh, to... Don't worry, Gary. It's just a conspiracy theory. It'll never happen. I wanted to bring that up because Vancouver is also uh, the first city that's kind of under the UNDRIP spell, which is the United Nations. Uh, geez, I should know this too, but I don't. I'm going to tell you exactly what it means. Definition. Declaration is, uh, of the Rights of Indigenous People. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chris. So what they're talking about is uh, Vancouver has now... Um, develop this uh undrip thing well yeah you actually saw me searching for it and saw my search history which is fine um undrip you think um, i can read those little words nope no I, I can't even read big words never mind little words um so what they're actually looking at is um implementing some sort of a a, a, a how to get the land rights back to the average or indigenous people pardon me, and uh, and where it goes from there. So from what I've read, the big plan is, is that basically it will go back to the Indigenous and then uh, knowing full well that they don't have the, um, the, uh, the, the structure in order to actually continue and properly maintain that land for, say, a number of years. So maybe three or five years from now. It's okay, the government, the United Nations will do it. They in the United Nations will come in and they'll say, you know what, we got this, we're good, don't worry about it. And then they will take over, totally take over. And it's an easy way for them to do it. And of course, they did it with Vancouver because that was kind of an easy way to do it. But it's coming to a city near you, coming to a city near you. So, And it all starts with a declaration and a, uh, what do you call it, a acknowledgement that the land that we're on holding yep. an event. Yep. is held by whatever yep. and we thank them for allowing us to use it which is ridiculous because yep. the funny thing with that is I, I guess it's not funny the interesting thing is a lot of the groups that claim ownership or original ownership of the land that we currently inhabit yeah um that land was fought for and lost by half a dozen other groups before that yeah. So if you want to talk about who originally owned it, yeah, probably not even close to the ones who are claiming they own it now because they forcibly took it.
from somebody else in the past. That but anyway, what do I know? I'm just a old white guy. There you go. <laughs> I think that's all I wanted to share on my screen. So you can turn that off now. I'm not sure. How do I stop screen? There you go. Perfect. Um, yeah, so those were just a couple of other quick points that we wanted to follow up on uh, from the APP event. Um, I also wanted to mention that uh, I, I'm sorry, I've been away for, well, pretty pretty much a month, I guess. I've been away, not physically away anywhere. It's just I've been so bloody busy with my own business and doing stuff. Uh, we had this thing called Christmas or something, holidays. Um, and that's a very busy time for me. Um, summer sometimes is busy for me as well. And so uh, I have not been around. So that was actually, uh, it was kind of funny. Chris says to me before he goes to the Netherlands, you and I are going to the Netherlands. <laughs> I said, I can't go. I've got stuff to do. And I've got, my daughters are coming in from, uh, from university. They're going to spend some time with me. And uh, I'm glad I did because in the end, Chris came back on the 30th. And my younger daughter ended up uh, flying back um, on the 30th. No, she flew back on the 31st on uh, New Year's Eve. So I, I really wouldn't have been able to spend any time with her. So I'm kind of glad that uh, it did work out. Although it does sound like I missed a hell of a ride from, with Chris there. Going, yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. Checking out different things. Um, but we will be doing more of these. We are definitely uh, planning on doing more of these lives. We've got uh, a few few guests uh, lined up. Um, and uh, so I'm kind of excited about doing these a little bit more. Um, as well as we're going to be, I guess, live tomorrow. We're going to, well, at least I will be. We have to find out. So this is this is the, uh, the part that Chris said, oh, yeah, Norman's got an appointment tomorrow. So I'm going to be up at uh, the legislative building tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Um, and it's basically, um, I guess I probably could have put that up on the screen, couldn't I? Geez, I'm just not, I'm not organized right now. My apologies. Um, it's, uh, can you read that or is it backwards? It's probably backwards. No, it's right. Stand in solidarity for victims of Alberta's failed justice system. What do you right. mean, Carrie? Yes. What do you mean the justice system is well, failed? You what know, are you talking about? Our justice system is, uh, is not working out very well. We have uh, pastors incarcerated. Uh, we've had restaurateurs jailed. Uh, we've had um, uh, judges write, um, what's the term? Contracts uh, without you there on non- non Injunctions. Injunctions, thank you. Um, and these, again, through, through judges, and I've said this numerous times, I even said it on the APP uh, webinar a couple of times, that we should really be voting in anybody that has some authority. So we should be voting in the States. They vote in the dog catcher. They vote in the uh, chief of police. They vote in, uh, you name anybody with authority, they vote them in. And yet we don't do that here in Canada. We seem to appoint things uh, and positions. And, and I, I think that needs to kind of stop. Well, you know what? I was actually thinking about this. Yeah. appointing those positions isn't necessarily a bad thing, but there has to be some sort of a mechanism to keep them accountable to the people. Well, accountability. Right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, and how do we, we do don't that? see right now? Yeah. There's no accountability. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't sue a judge. Yeah, I knew that. I had a judge literally introduce evidence that wasn't put before him. 
in my sentencing and I have no remedy for that. A judge said wow. in his sentencing of me that I had inflicted so much harm on the people of Alberta that he needed to put a tough sentence on me. There's no evidence that I hurt anybody ever. No, that's right. Anyways. Anyway, not nearly as bad as what we're about to tell you. Go ahead. Yes. So we have uh, uh, four gentlemen in, uh, and I'm going to rattle their names off uh, just because I, I certainly can. Uh, Chris Carbert, Christopher Lysak, Anthony Olenek, and uh, Jerry Morin are still in jail um, for what happened in Coots last February. Now, the fact that they're still in jail is kind of what I'm questioning uh, with the with the whole legal process is. Because right. the, to be clear, yeah. this is not about whether they are guilty or innocent. No, absolutely. This is about in this country, you are presumed innocent yep. Yep. until proven guilty. Yep. And in this case, their presumption of innocence means nothing. And they've been in jail for almost a year yep. as Mis innocent men. Yep. Right. One of them, uh, his daughter doesn't talk to him anymore because she's already thinks that he's guilty. So end of story. So uh, good luck trying to fix that whole relationship. Right. So we're actually meeting at the legislature tomorrow at 11 o'clock in Edmonton. If you don't know where the legislature is in Alberta, it's in Edmonton. Look it up. And we're going to be there with uh, a large group that uh, is from, uh, it's being put on through the Independence Party of Alberta. Uh, tip, you can go to abindependence.com. And, uh, and, and I think there might be some posters up there. You can also follow them on social media. And um, we're going to have uh, a few speakers there talking about not only what's happening with the injustice of these particular men, um, but other, other, uh, other things that have been come to our attention, such as what's happening with, uh, some of the stuff in social services, um, some of the stuff that's happening in, uh, 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 file and, uh, yeah, family and, uh, child services. Um, there's a lot of stuff that really needs to be questioned and it's all being swept under the rug right now. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna. You're being very uh, awfully sensitive tonight, Carrie. I am. I'm. I'm, so I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a little bit more bold with that statement. Okay. There's a lot of people who need to be fired in their jobs within government or you know external to government organizations regulated by the government. Yeah. They need to be fired. Yeah. Some of them probably need to be in jail. That yeah. that's the reality of this. It's not just you know we need to ask some questions. This is. We need to make up for 50 years of not holding people accountable yep. and start finding out what the hell is going on and then putting people in jail for the things they've done to us. Very and good. not even to us, Carrie. Like what's, what's happened to us, you lost your restaurant. Yep. I've been run through the ringer. Um, you know, Art's been put in jail, Steve, uh, Pastor Coates, Tim yep. Stevens, all those guys. What happened to us is absolutely nothing in comparison to what happens to children in this province yeah. at the hands of government organizations that are designed to protect them. That's very true. Yeah, you're right. 
And we are going to be talking to uh, a couple of people about that on the show. So that's, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're definitely going to be uh, touching that in the next couple of weeks, but, um, but for tomorrow, we are, we are having a, a, a rally protest, not even sure of the proper term that we can possibly use right now, but we're going to be there. There's going to be a, a group of us anyways, and more than 10, somebody, more, had, than 10. Uh, more somebody had poked fun at us yesterday that, uh, yeah, there'll be 10 of you guys there. And it's like, no, there'll be, there'll be more than that. So, um, so if you can, please come on out. Um, I'm going to be driving up from Calgary. Uh, so that means uh, if it's at 11 o'clock, I'm going to be leaving like at 7.30, something like that. It's three hours. Three hours pinned to the metal, 130, 140. No. But it I is. You're allowed to go that fast. <laughs> oh, they have to catch you first. <laughs> they have to catch me. Catch me in my van, just flying along. No. Um, anyway, so that's that's one thing that I, I did want to talk about too. And um, so please join us if you can. And, and listen to the stories. I'm going to try and do as much as I can live streamed off of there. Um, but uh, depending on how cold it is and how long my battery life is, we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I think that's probably all I wanted to do. I only wanted this to be like half an hour long. And look, we're at 26 minutes. So tell you what, you got uh, four minutes, four minutes for questions. <laughs> this is what Chris has been doing the last couple of lives. Uh, let's yep. answer some questions. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, so one of the questions that I'm sure is going to come up is, yes. no, this is not Norman, who's on my computer desk. This no. is Mittens, the cat with the giant feet. Yeah. Let me, can I show your feet? No, you won't let me. So now I'm just looking back through some of the questions here. Um... Francis, you could probably write up with uh, me if I go. Are you going to go? Are you going to try? try? You're going to try. Norman has a checkup tomorrow at mm, 3 p.m. Uh, pretty tight for me. That'd be very tight. You'd only be there. Well, you might be there until one-ish. Would that work? Yeah, work. Where's, uh, where's the vet? Is it uh, near you? Red Deer. Oh, okay. So, no. That would you'd be there for forty five minutes. Yeah, which might be enough anyway. Yes. Yeah. Oh, special events this summer at the Whistle Stop. Well, we haven't really talked about it. But oh boy, and we really got to get on that. We need a calendar. Well, the the problem is the county wants me to ask them for permission to do anything on my property again, and they want me to ask them a year in advance so they can uh, really, really really deliberate it you know so, i thought we did something for last year though Does we not did but we didn't finish we didn't finish it because we got to get the dates for this year okay well then maybe, maybe we'll what time at the ledge uh it starts at 11 11 a.m um i'm not sure i think i posted something on the uh facebook story um as well as the instagram story uh with the poster if that helps anything. Um, likewise, you can go to abindependence.com and take a look at their events. Um, yeah, I, you know, in terms of stuff to do this this summer, I mean, uh, definitely like to do some sort of uh, a concert, maybe a couple of concerts. One thing I really want to do this year uh, is I want to really 
work on the market. Last year we had, you know, a half a dozen, sometimes we had 10 vendors, which was awesome. But this year I want to, I want it even bigger because all around us, we have all sorts of producers and farmers. And I want to really open the place up so that, you know, if you got, um, uh, whatever, anything you grow or, or make, I want you to be able to bring it there and set up and just have a really good time and maybe try and bring in some, you know, have some people come in as buskers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Make it a more of a, more of a hub with some community produced things or locally produced. So even though it's on your own property, you still have to abide by some rules though, don't you? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's, well, you got to follow the regular rules, traffic and. But I'm thinking like, like if I decided to make a, a, a bunch of muffins, can I just come and sell them? No, you have to. The, <laughs> I hold on a second. Just a second. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Because I don't participate in the farmers market program through Alberta Agriculture, which I consider to be mafia esque. Mm-hmm. Um, if you make food, if you have prepared food, you have to follow the Alberta Health Services rules. Yeah. So you have to have your own food handling permit. And you have to take care of that yourself. It's nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, and it's complete BS because if I had, if it was called a farmer's market, you could literally bring all that stuff and sell it no problem. You could yeah. sell your donuts that you made. But because it's called a public market, not a farmer's market, those donuts are now illegal. Oh. It's, it's nothing to do with food safety or health. It's nothing to do with your safety. It's everything to do with a rule for the sake of being rules. However, um, I learned a lesson from, uh, well, I mean, not from them, but I know that you can't fight battles on a whole bunch of different fright fronts and I'm already in a battle. So I just, I can't fight that one as well, you know, and it's, and in the end, really, it's not something that's going to destroy your ability to earn an income or, or have a, have a living. Um, it's just stupid rules and hoops, to, to go through, which is part of being in a civilized society. So yeah, um, anyone who's selling stuff at the whistle stop at a market has to make sure that they have their own permit. Yeah. Can't use mine. Okay. That's fair. Uh, question was, how was the trip to the Netherlands? <laughs> so we started, we started at the top of this live basically saying that, uh, We just finished doing an Alberta Prosperity Project webinar in which Chris was the guest and he talks about how his trip to the Netherlands was. And of course, that's how we started. And as you well know, when Chris and I talk, we go on many, many tangents. So that's kind of how the whole whole show was. But you can go on to the albertaprosperitproject.com and take a look at uh, the webs or the, uh, the video feed there. Or you can go to their YouTube channel. You can go to their Facebook channel. Uh, it's also on the Whistle Stop uh, Facebook channel. And yeah, I'll one be, post below this one. Yeah, and I'll be yeah exactly one below us, and I'll be reposting it to our the ChrisandCarrieShow.com, and there they will have links to Rumble and BitChute, and it'll be on Apple Podcast and. Uh, um, Spotify and a, a bunch of other ones. So all the, it'll be on all the stuff. It'll be on all the stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that's the idea anyways. Um, yeah, so that kind of ends that part of, uh, that's how the trip to the Netherlands went. Chris came back in one piece. 
one piece. He had, to be, he had to because his cat was in two pieces. Is that too soon? Yes, the cat was actually in two pieces. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But Norman's better. He is better, yeah. But yes. It's but weird, Norman, though. He actually, he's a lot smaller than he used to be. Well, I, I'm assuming because he probably. And his ears got bigger. <laughs> is that Kent? Yeah. That's Kenzie. the that's Norman after his surgery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've heard of sex changes, but that's what is that? That would be a total animal change. That would be <laughs> that caught me by surprise. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Say hi to Marla. There you go. Hi, Marla. Can you get your dogs before I feed them to other dogs? <laughs> oh boy, there you go. Okay. They survive uh, because they're cute. Yes, they do. Kind of yeah. like me and you. <laughs> Kenzie's not much bigger than I am. No. There you go. Scary dog for sure. There you go. All right. No, like As a matter of fact, I didn't see one pair of wooden shoes in the Netherlands, in Holland. Not I was going to ask that. But you but you did see the uh, the big windmills. Yes, I did. Yeah. And I thought how, you had made that. How impressive was that? No, no, no. The, uh, awesome. the, the little video intro that I did for that, uh, that I did the titling, but the actual... Uh, graphic of the windmills was an actual video file and um public domain uh that uh, i managed to find and uh chris said to me oh i thought you uh you made that in 3d and i was like no that was what it is and he showed it to his buddy jasper out there and jasper goes oh i know exactly where that is so then they went and visited except it was a cloudy or a foggy day i guess yep but it was uh, it was kind of a little bit dreary. i mean it was winter right yeah. But it was still it was still cool to be there. Yeah. Especially considering like some of the places that I went. I was at a building in England that was built in 901. That's 901. So, Not so 1901. Fun. Yeah. 901. Yeah. Amazing. I was yeah. at uh, I was at the place where the industrial revolution started. Yeah. Like there's a coal mine there, the same coal mine they used to use. All the buildings are still, it's called uh, um, Blist's Hill. I can't help I'm going to quickly look it up. Okay, look that up. Yeah, they, you know, they had the old, like the steam iron hammer for making things yeah. and yeah. Uh, like, like you roll steel and make tubing yeah. a couple hundred years ago or three, four hundred years ago. What, what was, when did that start? I should really the look it up. Revolution? Uh, kind of like, what is it? But all the, all the buildings, they're all still there. Yeah. Wow. In this place. And they're maintained. And the people dress up like period uh, correct attire. And you go in there, you can have a beer that, you know, it tastes like the beer they would have made back then. They got fish and fish and chips shop that you would have had then. Like they got the the old boats they use for moving the the iron ore and stuff like that up and down the canals. It's It's absolutely incredible. And just to be in those places, that's how I felt through the whole trip. So I, I walking around Amsterdam and you look at all these old, old buildings and all this, like in my mind is ancient history. And you think about the things that happened there, Yeah, you know, how many people were, uh, proposed to their, their, their girlfriend, uh, at these hotels in Amsterdam on the canals, things like that. Right. Yep. Like how many people smoked their first joint in Amsterdam, yeah. um, or first other things, yeah. And and then, you know, traveling around 
And I was at the place where they, where the Dutch people killed their prime minister and ate him. Yeah. I was there. The place is still there. You can walk in the same area as those people walked. Yeah. And then it was like that in Paris. I mean, the Eiffel Tower and, and the Arc de Triomphe and, and, the, and the, uh, the Louvre, Louvre, Louvre. All of these ancient things that were built before anybody even knew about the new world here. Um, And that was very, very humbling to be just not even participating in history, but occupying the same place where these amazing things happen throughout history. And then England, same thing. Um, Buildings built in 901, like, you know, being at a castle or being at the Buckingham Palace and, you know, standing in the alley where Jack the Ripper murdered one of his victims. Those... I can't even describe those experiences. It's not like it's some exciting, crazy thing actually happened, but it was just the feeling of being in that place that I've read about so many times in my life. And that's why I spent so much time walking around and trying to see everything. London Bridge, um, the Shard. Well, I mean, the Shard is not new, but it's still pretty cool. Um, Just all sorts of things. And then, uh, like, being places where... At one point, you, you could almost like close your eyes and you think about what happened in in the 30s and 40s. Like I was at Anne oh, Frank's house. Yeah. yeah. And I was imagining groups of soul, like SS officers yeah. marching through the streets and knocking on her door and going up there and finding her and dragging her off to her death at a concentration camp. Yeah. Like I was at those places where that where history was made and we don't really have that in canada i mean our our history in canada it's all kind of recent history yeah but when you when you see that other stuff it's uh it's something else and sadly even even, you know an old building for us well i was going to say you know quebec city uh there's some stuff there i'm i'm sure from the 1500s uh montreal describes it the yeah. vibe, yes, Very, absolutely. And then, and then as it gets closer into um, central Canada, you know, things get newer. And then the opposite is like right on BC. Like you go to Victoria and there's still stuff from like 1600s from Victoria because it was important. Um, Speaking of which, there yeah. is a statue of Captain, is it Captain Cook? Yeah, James Cook. James Cook, yeah. In, in London. Yeah. I got a picture of it, took a picture of, and it was commemorating his... Um, trip to the new world. Wow. Yeah. Where he documented uh, in his journal, he actually documents seeing what looks to be fairly not advanced, but um, semi advanced villages with different buildings and like markets and stuff like that. And these were the, the native villages, but bodies piled in the street because something arrived there before he did yes and wiped out like 90 percent of the population that was of course smallpox right? right so um yeah that's that that's part of history that we're never i was never taught in high school no. and i don't know if they even talk about it now but yeah pretty they might stuff. now just because they they talk about everything supposedly and put a yeah. bit of slant on things well now i i think a, i was actually talked about in school come in high school not in my high school but a, a couple of years ago, uh, being compared to Hitler because of my extreme views. Wow. Right? 
So they talk about interesting things. Um, critical race theory is a thing. Woke yes. culture is a thing in schools now. Soji. Soji, yeah. Letterboxes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, that's uh, that's a couple of episodes that we could be doing right there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's do two more minutes. Two more minutes. Any other questions that we want to talk about here? Um, da, 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 da. The trip was definitely amazing. Absolutely. So Chris is, uh, you know, we had talked about, I couldn't go on this particular trip because it was Christmas, etc. And now Chris is talking about going to Sri Lanka. No? No. We can't tell anybody. Oh, okay. No. Not not going to anywhere else. No, right. Chris is staying at home. Right. <laughs> and I'm not joining him. Put it this way. <laughs> um, what I learned in Europe yeah. was that our world is so much bigger than yeah. we could possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, that, in some small way, became really apparent when I was on that. What's that like Ferris wheel thing in Paris called? In Paris? Or yeah, it's in- like so romantic. You're supposed to go there with your significant other or whatever. I went by myself because, wow. you know, I'm cool like that. Yeah. But I went on there and I got to the top and I'm looking out over Paris thinking, good grief, it would take <clears throat> hundreds of lifetimes to explore all of these places from history. And even the smallest, most insignificant little house in Paris, yeah. uh, in the old part of Paris that was built five or 600 years ago, that was the most important place in the world to somebody. You know, they grew up there. Uh, maybe they had their family there. They Their children were conceived and birthed there. They died there, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So their world, that was their entire world. And it's now this little speck of sand that I'm seeing from the top of a Ferris wheel in Paris. There's so much to see it's and true. so much to learn. Right. Yeah. And uh, there's so many people to talk to. Uh, question, what is the intent of the event tomorrow? Really, it's just to, to give awareness uh, of the uh, the men in coats. What's the suit? Yeah, I just reply back. Sexual orientation and gender identity. There you go. So basically when, uh, again, this is a whole, uh, whole episode, but um, what has happened over the last, I'm going to say probably five or ten years in schools anyways, is that they've really started to talk more about um, you know, um, all uh, inclusivity and, you know, like it doesn't matter who you are, if you're, if you identify as a, a male, a female or 32 or a thousand or 32 flavors in between you're accepted, which is great. That's understandable. But what they're actually now doing is trying to do some indoctrination. And if you're not aware of this, you should be talking to your schools. So they've actually got coloring books that go out to kids in kindergarten and the coloring books are basically, what do I identify with today? Am I a male or am I a female? Or do I identify as an animal? Or what is what is my emotional state today? You know and, what? Yes, I'm going to identify as a freaking billionaire tomorrow. That's what I'm, I'm identifying as a billionaire. I'm going to go into the bank. And I'm going to say, I am a billionaire. Yeah. I want to withdraw only a hundred thousand dollars, but I'm a billionaire, and don't you dare tell me that I'm not. I'm gonna see what, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how that would happen. 
But you could definitely go in there and tell them that uh, you're a furry. That I'm what? A furry. Yeah. And yeah. shit on their floor. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah, do that. So anyway, so that's that's what that is. And uh, there's a lot of discussion about that and, and where it's taking um, transhumanism. And uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a big, deep topic anyways. Who came up with Soji? Uh, that's, I don't know, uh, a European... Somebody that had an interest into warping kids' minds with sexual ideas that they shouldn't be exploring until they're old enough. Yes, and that's, and that's kind of what I say is that, you know, at least get through puberty and kind of decide whether or not you, uh, uh, you like your opposite sex at that point. Don't, uh, don't get anything cut off or, or added or whatever you want to call it before any of that happens. And don't even, I think, don't even put those ideas into people's minds before that. The people that are doing that to children should yeah. be in jail. Yes. Yeah. And Ashley points out, uh, she says, I had to ask what inclusivity was two years ago. I had no idea. Now it's a common word. And that's right. We knew what it was because we were taught from a, from a very young age that we should accept people for whatever they are, whatever they want to be. At that point, it was, and, really and, was, you know, skin color and maybe if you were from a different country. Yeah. Uh, I did not treat them any different. Yeah. I grew up in Winnipeg and, and we really were this, uh, you know, you bring everybody in. And, uh, and our uh, elementary school had, uh, we had a group that was called um, uh, TMHC, Teach, Teachable Mentally Handicapped, I believe is what the, the terminology was. And they would come in and, uh, and, and, you know, play games with us. We'd have uh, um, uh, assemblies with them. Uh, we'd sing songs. We'd, we'd do all that. And if anything, it just, you know, they were just one of us. There wasn't any question about that. And we had a large group of people come in from uh, Lebanon. Uh, I guess I was in grade three when that happened. Uh, again, uh, at that time, didn't even know what was going on over there. I just knew that we had uh, uh, four or five new students in each class that came in. Yeah, and, we had visitors and they had well, cool stories to tell us. And, about well, that was the thing. They couldn't actually speak English. So oh. they came in. There was one uh, one girl, Anya. I remember her name, uh, not for any reason, but just because she was a girl. And um, she came in, and I think it was like in October. And I would say by the time, like just after Christmas, like February, she was able to speak perfect English. Like, it, well, I mean, obviously with an uh, with a, uh, an accent, but you could definitely have conversations. And yeah, she would she would bring in uh, her mother's cooking, and uh, I thought that was great. And that's really what they should be teaching in school. And I have no idea whether or not they do, they do that now, to be quite honest. My best friend, uh, we called him Bob. His name was Baljeet. Mm -hmm. I loved going to his house because he had, a, it was a very, you know, very East Indian house. Like my grandma lived there. There was an aunt, aunt and uncle that lived there. The, the family was there, which was really cool. They're all yeah. really nice people. Yeah. But the smells of the house and the oh, cooking yeah. and the food that came out of there. Oh, yeah. so that, that's why now I appreciate um, a really diverse food is because I know when I was young, I, I got to experience it, yeah. but we're living in a different time now. It's not just that we should be inclusive and respect other people and, and appreciate them as human beings. Now it's Carrie, if you don't agree with me that reality can be altered in such a way that meets my perspective perception of, yeah. of my world, yeah. um, you're a bigot. Yeah. So don't you dare tell me, Carrie, that I can't have babies because I'm a man because you're not being inclusive. Yeah. It's a different, it's a different world. And it's like, 
oh, here I go. I'm going to offend some more people. It's like feminism. At one point, you know, the woman's suffrage movement, uh, that kind of thing, women should have the same rights as men. They should be paid equally. They should be treated as human beings, as people, as they are. That was absolutely right. Everybody should be treated equal. And now we're at a point where it's gone so far past burn the bra, it's men are able to have babies and also don't you dare be a man or exhibit the traits of a man. Otherwise that means you hate women because you're a man. I even saw an article about how uh, testosterone was evil and men had to overcome their manliness and their test, their testosterone. Well, that's okay. Everything that they're feeding and, and doing to us is probably limiting our testosterone as I'm holding a corona. You know why you get a beer belly from that? Because it's so good. Yes, because beer has a incredible amount of estrogen in it. Is that right? And men store estrogen in their belly fat of all places. I did so not you drink a bunch of beer. Yeah. You store a pile of estrogen in your belly fat, and you get an end up with a beer belly. Wow! And it's underneath your muscle, not on top, which is why your belly's not squishy. Wow! But Great. make sure you don't have any kind of hormones in cows cattle reducing the land they use and the water they use by 20 percent, meeting right. environmental targets don't you dare use a little bit of estrogen in the in the cattle um because you know that's evil and a marketing gimmick wow anyway that's another topic yeah somebody just said the world is really crazy and that i have to agree with so it sure is mm-hmm. yeah and with that, I think uh, we will wrap up because uh, I have to get to bed and then I have to drive to Edmonds tomorrow. And maybe Stop Chris it. will be joining us. Can you hear a cruiser? No. Oh, he's, he's doing that whiny thing. Ah. Little dog. Cruiser. Huh? I recognize that voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't make him open his mouth. It's terrible. <laughs> oh. Stinky, he still has stinky breath. In. Oh my goodness, it's so bad. Cracking milk bones and all that. No, That's he cool. needs to have like 18 teeth pulled, I think. Yeah. Poor dog. Little dogs, little dog problems. Yep. Okay, well, all right. yeah. That's all I got. Well, that's not true. I got lots more, but it's 10 o'clock. It's bedtime. I know. Yeah. It's like midnight in the East Coast and 9 o'clock on the West Coast. It is 6 in the morning in Holland. Yes. Uh, six? Yep. Five. Oh, is it eight, eight hours? Eight hours ahead. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That's right. I had to do the math on it whenever you you text me and say, hey, and I'd be sleeping. Or I'd be wide awake and you'd be sleeping. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that happened lots. Although, um, I didn't really adjust my schedule the entire time I was there. I think I shifted it about three hours. Yeah. But it wasn't even close to where it should be. Oftentimes I would be just up chatting with Jasper or whatever until four or five in the morning. Well, I mean, midnight would come around and now it's time for me, it's four o'clock. So I'm like, Oh, let's go check out. Let's go check out Amsterdam. And he's like, well, it's midnight, but whatever. <laughs> and he was, so we go walk around for a couple hours, come back as five in the morning. Right? He was fine with that. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, he knew it would only last a few days anyways. Right. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's fun. Yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah, well, well, we'll check that out on our next trip. Sounds good. Okay, good. Awesome. All right, well, good night, everybody.
Good night. Thank you for putting up with us yet again for another uh, 52 minutes and 42 seconds. <laughs> on top of the hour and a half that we were on the Alberta Prosperity Project web mm -hmm. webinar. So you can check that out mm -hmm. too. Or just do what I do. Just if you drive around the province like I do, I just set it up on my, my phone and I just listen. Because for the most part, you don't need to see all this stuff. Uh, yeah, just that's right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we're we're putting stuff on the, the Chris and Carrie Show uh, website, thechrisandcarrieshow.com, and uh, check us out. Yeah, feel free to head over to the Chris and Carrie Show and follow the page, like and share it because on the, uh, on the Facebook one. Oh yeah, the Facebook. Yeah, it's, one. it's very unbalanced with all the useless trolls that we've used the ban hammer on on the whistle stop page. Yeah. They just follow to wherever they think that they can have their ridiculous accusations heard. And they're, they're, you know, they're like, they're like wasps, right? They're just kind of buzzing around waiting to be assholes. So head over there, follow the page and uh, feel free to speak your mind politely. Yeah. Mind you. Yeah. But yeah, it would be great. All right. And with that, uh, hopefully I'll see some of you guys out there tomorrow at the legislature for 11 o'clock. And like I said, we'll try and do that live stream then as well. So look for us at uh, 11 o'clock. All right. There you go. Good night. Good night, folks. See you. Outro. Do the outro. Do the outro.